Welcome back to Joystick and Mouse Video Game News and Reviews for all you filthy casuals out there. My name is Alex. I go by Cross in the gaming community. Today is Wednesday, uh, February 5th, 2020. And of course, I'm here joined by uh, Diddy. Howdy, folks. There's Jay Dimes. What up? Oh, it's been a little bit, guys. We haven't recorded a new episode in a little bit, and that's okay. Um, it's uh, it's busy. It's busy, and, uh, and that's okay. We're gonna figure it out together. Um, and, and we got ish to do. We got ish to do. Um, and uh, before we really jump into the news, let's let's get a let's get a quick uh, summary of of what we're gonna talk about. So Nintendo introduces pay to win. Blizzard stubs their toe again, and what is going on at Ubisoft Montreal? All that, as well as uh, talk about Facebook Cloud Gaming interview on Warcraft Reforged on this week's Joystick and Mouse. Uh, so before we jump into all of that news coming up, what's going on with you dudes? Who wants to Who wants to share? Uh, I got nothing, man. <laughs> um, you got nothing. I got nothing. I haven't done anything the last couple of weeks. No, not even oh, like. Yeah. How's How's WoW going? How's uh, Nyalotha? uh fine what are we were uh six to twelve or something nice. like that okay um i actually didn't raid this week was i i went to a uh we had a beer tasting oh nice that, yeah press it takes precedent what was uh, what, where'd you go uh over to a friend's house so uh we got this group of friends that we get together maybe once twice a couple times a year and have these beer tastings where we rate the beers and just be stupid and have food and good times. Well, good. Um, um, yeah, we're going to a, we're going to one of their kids' bar mitzvah here in a couple couple months. <laughs> It'll be entertaining. <laughs> oh, good. Uh, what was your favorite beer? Uh, my favorite beer. Oh, probably actually. You know, it was probably the one I'm having tonight. Oh, really? Is, what you got? Uh, Steigel Radler Grapefruit. Oh, right. Oh, yeah, you showed me that. For everybody watching, yeah, really well, we do this live at twitch.tv slash Alex Albiso every Monday at 8 p.m. You can see what Diddy's drinking. Here's what I'm drinking, by the way. Boddington. A little Boddington pub ale. Uh, very much enjoying that, truly. Uh, Deanna got some truly in the fridge upstairs. Um, I don't like the pineapple. One. That's what I've decided. Hmm. Yeah, I'm, so I'm all into this uh, seltzer thing, by the way, guys. Uh, and I really enjoy, uh, some of the stuff that I think a lot of people don't like in the seltzers. Like I like, uh, for instance, White Claw, everybody hates the lime. I like the lime. Do you guys, do you guys, have you guys tried the lime, uh, White Claw? No, but I feel like lime seltzer is very like normal. Like, right. I yeah, like wouldn't lime it be sort of normal? Like normal taste yeah. for seltzer. That's what yeah. I would have thought. And everybody's like, oh, since you like it, you drink that. And I'm like. Okay. Okay. Sure. Um, yeah, it's funny. I didn't like any of the ciders. I tried all kinds of them, and I didn't like. I there found one yet that I liked. Oh, the seltzers, you mean? The ciders. So I'm sort of thinking I'm not gonna like the seltzers either. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah, no, it's um, I mean the seltzer. If you like seltzer water, it's literally just freaking seltzer water with alcohol in it. You don't even taste the alcohol, which is what's interesting about it. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I, I've, uh, Sam in, in the chat room just called me basic as fuck and that's fine. That's fine. 
I had an agave pear hibiscus seltzer the other day. So good. You talk about basic as fuck. Why? That Why? is basic. No, that's not basic. That's 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 a lot. That's well, there's a lot of different things. Who going decided on there. to put those together? I mean, it's like oh, yeah. here I'm just gonna throw some shit together and see see how it goes. <laughs> I'll throw this at the wall and see if people like it. Um, I had uh, just the word agave just kind of reminded me we when we went to Disney. This was maybe this was like a year ago in the. At Epcot in the Mexican Pavilion, you can do a uh, a tequila tasting. It's Ooh. awesome, guys! It's so good, and they also had um, margaritas that you could that like pre made margaritas and stuff. They would just pour you. They had an avocado margarita. Mm-mm-mm. No, no, I'm telling you guys, Mm-mm. legit. Nope. It was legit. Nay, I, I say. I don't like. I'm. I'm not Nay. an avocado. Fan. It doesn't even. I can't even describe nope. what it tastes like. It's not an avocado, though. Keep it. <laughs> you, um, know, you know. Speaking of drinking at Disney, uh, w- one of the best things to do is to go have beers around the world at Epcot Center. Mm-hmm. So you go to spend each an country entire day. and have a beer, and do it over the course of the day. Yeah, Great spend time. the entire day doing it. I love it. Um. Uh oh wait no no I, did I talk about Star Wars? Yeah. Yes. Last time. Last time we talked about it. Okay, because yeah, you get some weird uh drinks over there at Star Wars. Uh, that's always that's always good. Um. So so yeah. The uh, what about you, Jay Dimes? Anything new and and exciting? Um, I can't remember if I had built my uh grillzebo out back the last time I talked to you all. I feel like no. you were starting that process. So Talk we built it. it. I added uh, I added lights on Super Bowl Sunday nice. so that um, I can grill in the dark. Love it. And that turned out very nice. Um, anything else? Big. Um, there was something else I was going to tell you all. No, did we do any cons or anything? No, nah, no cons yet. Um I might be going down to Richmond Com- Galaxy Comic Con. They've got like a ton of people coming. Um, Tom Welling and Erica Durant will be there from Small. Oh, cool. Uh, you going to go meet them? Maybe. Uh, the voices of Invader Zim and Gurr oh, love are it. going to be there. I love uh, that. Did you guys watch that new movie on Netflix that came out? Yeah, it was ago? really good. Yeah, I liked it too. It's really good. I caught the end of it when Will and Vanessa or watching it. Yeah, I like Oh, ah. so um oh, we saw 1917. Uh oh. we saw that Saturday. I finally got invited to the um the all you can watch pass from Alamo. Oh, okay. How, how so you have to get invited to that? Yeah, cuz it's just a beta for right now. Oh, okay. I thought it was some VIP like. Okay. So is it worth it? So I think so. It's 20 bucks. You can see a movie a day. Um, they will let you add an extra, like a, an accompany ticket. Mm-hmm. So like I can bring whoever I want to on the second ticket. Um, Included in that 20 bucks. No, 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 no. That's another 18. So I'm paying 36, 30, 40 bucks. Let's just say $40 a month. But I, two of us can see as many movies as we want. 
Oh, wow. Which really, when you think about it, like if I take Will to, and we, Will and I will see two movies a month. Yeah, that totally. If I see two movies a month, it's paid for. I'll probably see more. We're going to go see uh, the new uh, Harley Quinn movie tomorrow. Oh, yeah. You have to let me know how that is. Yeah. So the only the only things that I think are drawbacks right now are that you're required to reserve your tickets online. Mm -hmm. And that means that you pay a three dollar convenience fee. Oh, for real? So Uh, I pay three bucks every time I buy two tickets. Yeah, but still, it's kind of bullshit. Yeah, that's what I say. Yeah. But, you know, I think they're banking on you buying food and drinks and stuff when yeah. you go. Oh, like, listen, we spent when we saw nineteen seventeen, we got there, we spent forty bucks in food. Yeah. yeah. Like you we always went, do. like first thing we went at like at eleven something and saw it. And, yeah, but that uh, food there is worth lunch. it, dude. The food is worth it. Yeah. Got oh, I man, got a that... double cheeseburger and fries. Yeah. So you want you want popcorn at a theater? That's the place to have it. It is. Best popcorn good in the popcorn. Fresh really good everybody, i don't know if um, we'll eat dinner there tomorrow night but we will definitely get popcorn and everybody listening um alamo cinema draft house i don't know they're they're here in the the local like in the dc area we have a couple they're based out of alamo um okay uh, not alamo austin Texas. Oh, okay so so yeah i mean they're they're all over the u.s but the ones that we have here we have a couple in the area um and that is like once you go there it's just there's no other movie going experience. It's awesome. It's really good. Um, glad you like. Uh, g- glad that's working out for you. I think that's awesome. Um, yeah. News on my front. I uh, I put out an episode of the Dad Chronicle lately. Um, talked about it a bit on social media, and I'll quickly mention that Deanna and I had a miscarriage. Um, don't want to bring the tone of this show down uh, too much, um, and I shared this with these two guys uh, previously, but. Um, I think a big part of handling a tragedy like a miscarriage uh, after about seven weeks uh, we miscarried is is just talking about it. And uh, a big mission of the Dad Chronicle and something that I like to do with that show is just kind of destigmatize a lot of the 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 stuff that comes up, like the taboo stuff that that comes up around parenting. Uh, miscarriages are one of them. And when it happened to me, um, I, I wasn't quite ready to talk about it, uh, but I am now. And it's been uh, tremendously liberating um, through the process. And uh, a lot of great listeners have reached out, um, folks in the community, friends, family, you guys have been great. Uh, so it's, uh, that, that's been a bit of a process and a, and a creative detriment to me, <laughs> to be honest, because it's like, dude, how do you uh, – I, I had zero creative juice flowing after that happened, especially to do the Dag Chronicle um but man uh it, it's been a it's been a long climb so i appreciate everybody's patience and support uh through that just wanted to kind of make a remark about that on this show and uh you can you can hear that episode over at the dad chronicle.com um it's been it's been it's been a it's been a rough few weeks everybody but we're, we're moving we're moving on so um and speaking of moving on let's jump right into the news because we have a bit to talk about I think there's a lot happening, uh, some, some, some interesting things happening that I want to get your all's dialogue happening on. on. So uh, let's, uh, let me do this. Here's the news. Oh, wait. It's time for the news. All right. Uh, so first up, we have a, a, a story about Nintendo 
And let me just bring up the notes here because this is easier. So following in the footsteps of Mario Kart Tour, Nintendo's hit mobile game Fire Emblem Heroes will be introducing a subscription-based service. And this news was shared in the official uh, Fey channel video update for the for this month. It's It, it looks like Fey. Like you just kind of... Mm-hmm. Fey. Like, it's almost Fe. like what you would say like when you see that like, oh, I just dropped something. Fey. You know, like you, you're you're a little too lazy to say fuck. You know, you're just <laughs> fe. That's kind of what I think of when I see fe. But anyway, fe. let's jump into the article here live over at twitch.tv slash Alex Albisu. You can um you can see some of the details here. So this is a a monthly fee of nine dollars and forty nine cents. You get uh, a, a a bunch of stuff actually. So you get a uh, you get resplendent heroes heroes dressed in resplendent attire so new visuals and voices and plus two to all um, stats uh, a little bit of pay to win there <laughs> when you talk about like a plus boost to stats and we'll talk about yes. that in just a second uh, but as you can see on the uh, on the screen here there's a lot that you can get um, my hot take when I saw this was very much this reminds me of the the payment model for Elder Scrolls Online, which is a game that I've been playing a bit of, and that's been um, like I haven't paid it, but I could see a lot of value in paying it. Uh, so so Diddy, what are your thoughts on this? I'm I'm shocked at Nintendo. This is not their normal normal mo, but anytime they start giving you a plus to stats or letting you do special quests that give you special armor and upgrades and things like that. And I think there's one in here about it lets you restart a level or something yep. like that without React, losing yep. anything. Um, anytime, anytime it it's pay to win, I, um, I'm dead set against it. I think anytime you pay for something, it should be all cosmetic. That that's my biggest gripe with this as well. If you're or, gonna, if you're gonna pay or, for something, like don't like I don't mind them giving you extra bag space or something like yeah. that, or even like maybe a faster horse where it or insta travel or something like that. Okay, I can live with 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 that being in the paid service, but don't give people a a, a competitive advantage over somebody else that doesn't have the service. Yeah, why should video games be any different than the rest of the world? <laughs> if you're willing to pay for it, let them. Yeah, I guess that you know that that's actually a really good point, Jadeim. So one of the things that that we've talked about on this show is the the pay to win models, uh, that certainly give you like extra stuff, like this extra plus boost, plus two boost to stats or whatever. My biggest problem is like when we see that coming into play with multiplayer PVP situations, that's where it's like unfair, right? Because there is a statistical difference. Whenever there's a ranking um, sort of experience, like that's where I've got a gripe. Um, I don't have too much of an experience with uh, f- with Fire Emblem Heroes, but I, I just want to get your perspective, J-Dimes. What happens in those situations where uh, it is a multiplayer game that you get, you know, additional stat bonuses to. Is that something that you would be against at that point, or is it no. still just a mood issue? I think if you know the deal going in, you know what it is. You know what I mean? Like, if 
I know that, that that a person can pay more money to be statistically better than I am, then I know that, right? I mean, I, I think about like, I don't know. I think about a game like The Division, right? I'm going to go up against guys that are statistically better than I am. There's somebody, somebody will have had better loot drops. They'll have, you know, a gun that, you know, does more damage or what have you. Or I'll, you know, have to fight somebody who's leveled up further than I. I just, you know, I think it's, it's a part of gaming, you know, it's just in one particular instance, somebody got there by money. But I think the one thing that we should have all learned through, you know, playing a lot of these games is that stats is not always an equalizer for skill, right? And so there are going to be people out there who are pay this this extra money and they're going to get these things, they're going to get this gear, these you know, plus one, plus twos or whatever, and they're still going to suck. <laughs> they're still not going to be better than the people that they run up against in the game. And it'll be okay. You know, I think we lost your audio. Oh, sorry about that. So, so you see it as more of a, a handicap than anything, right? I mean, if, if, if even that, you know, it, it may not be a handicap. Hmm. You know, if for some people, for some players, it's not going to be enough to move the needle, right? Some players, it still won't make them good. Some players, it might make them a little better. Yeah. I'm um, still not bought into it, dude. Say what? I still, I'm, I'm not bought into it, what you're saying. Uh, I mean, like, I and that's okay. Like, we can, we can disagree, and that's fine. It's I mean, like, for instance, the Division does it. You know, they, yeah. like, they have pre-order bonuses where people get, you know, one of the things in Division 2, there was a pre-order bonus uh, for an exotic shotgun, right? Mm. And so for a certain amount of time at the beginning of the game, that gun was going to be better than the guns that other people will have had the opportunity to grind for. Mm. Yeah, see, that's well, interesting. I don't know. Don, what do you think? Don's mm. not for it. Well, I'm not for it. Um, I so I'll say this: there are certain, there are other games where you have a decided advantage if you pay the subscription. Uh, Star Wars: Knights of the Old Republic is one of those. That MMO is almost impossible to play without paying a subscription. Hmm. Um exceptionally hard it's hard to do anything not that you can't <laughs> yeah but but it's very difficult so i'm okay with somebody being having better equipment if they got it through just pure luck because i know my rng and <laughs> it's gonna take me twice as long to get the best stuff as anybody else <laughs> uh, yeah i'm okay with it being rng i'm okay with other people having better stuff I'm just not okay with them being able to buy it because, you know, that's one of the things that's wrong <laughs> with, well, I, with the world. But I would I would argue what's the difference other than the involvement of 
Other than the if the game is if the game is already set up uh-huh. that there can be a disparity in playing mm-hmm. based solely off the ob- obtaining different gear. I would prefer to know that if 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 the difference between me and player B is 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 a piece of gear, I would rather know that my opportunity to get that piece of gear is me forking over some money versus me being at the 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 will of you know some computer to drop something for me. It's so funny. Like, okay, so mm. like I hear I hear both of your of your responses, and it's so funny because literally you are on two opposite ends of the preference spectrum when it comes to this. <laughs> and and I think that's okay, right? Like we don't need oh, to yeah. necessarily agree on it, but it shows I, I more of the point is that it shows the different audiences and what the preference is. Like it, it there there really is an audience for both and um Okay, I it's just it's it's just interesting to me because I I kind of side more with Don um, and Tim. You're not alone, right? Like I think that it's just yeah. it's an interesting uh, perspective. I'd be curious from our listeners if you guys have a perspective on this, or if you if you believe in one or the other. Like, who do you agree with, or where your perspective is? Let me let me let me ask you. Let me let me pose a different situation that can get us to the same point. Okay, so. In the division, there are some items that I can only earn by playing certain modes that require me to play PvP as opposed to PvP. Mm-hmm. Right? I make a choice as to whether or not I want to grind for that stuff by playing a mode that I don't particularly like. Everyone has the opportunity to pay for it. It's just whether or not you choose to do it. I think choosing to I think choosing to do so. So I'll take, uh, I, I hear what you're saying and I'm going to try to equate it to what I'm familiar with, which is world of Warcraft. I could go into mythic level, like ultra super hard dungeons and go to try to grind out that gear and get it. Um, and same thing with like PVP gear. Like I could go and do it, but I, uh, I'm more, uh, but, but I don't want to because uh, I just don't have the patience for it anymore, folks. I don't have the patience for it. But it, I recognize that as a, okay, then I'm just never going to get it. I wouldn't even See, I pay think that's for okay it. Too. I wouldn't even pay for it. If it, if I was to get, get the op- opportunity to pay for it, uh, which is something like Blizzard would never do, but I, I don't even think I would just because, like, to me, it's not that big of a deal. I, I'll pay for cosmetic stuff. Um. Which is an interesting thing in and itself. And mouse mounts. Yeah. Well, we got that mouse for free. That See, mouse. I think that's silly. What paying for uh, cosmetic stuff? Yeah. See, Why would I pay good money for something so that funny. has absolutely no impact on my ability? To... Yeah, I, I would mean, rather pay for fun. a gun. It's just fun. because I'm just a I'm just a. a I'd rather grind like for cosmetics good. and pay for. No, man. I I like. I just want to look good. That's all. Yeah. See, see, I, I would, I think I'd feel exactly the opposite. I put in the time, and the, and the effort to go make sure I was, I have the ability to raid, heroic level dungeons and and raids, 
I think I deserve to be able to get that kind of gear. And all right, here's another way to look at it, right? We all say time is money, right? Would I rather spend my time grinding for something I may not get? Well, or just pay the 10 bucks and get it. Uh, Diddy, that's a good question for you, considering you have the worst RNG ever in the history of mankind. I I just accept that and know that I'm going to have to do it more than once to get what I need. We had I I don't I don't know if I had this discussion with you all talking about playing Magic, and no. I was saying that like somebody made the comment that you know to get the good cards in Magic, you know you got to bust open all these packs, and I'm I was like no if there's a card that I know that I want. I'm not going to take chances on it pulling out of a pack. I'm going to go to the store and buy the card that I want and be done with it. Yeah, no, you know what? We did talk about that a little bit. On we did talk about that, didn't we? And um, and listen, that may be the closest thing to the conversation that we're having now about a video game because it's another competitive thing, right? People compete, and you really are. You play a guy who's got a stacked deck because he went out and he bought all the good cards, and now you uh, got to play this guy. I I wonder if that's different because it's a physical medium instead of a digital one. But I don't I, I, I right don't think it should matter because I think it's the same idea. So it goes right back into the loot crate conversations that we've been having, like and and well, how see, they they now say loot it's crates are an entirely different thing because with a loot crate you are paying money to take a chance like they don't give you a loot crate and tell you that you're gonna get exactly what you're looking for in the crate i don't have right. a problem with loot crates either i just yeah. i don't think it's the same well, thing my, my, my the thing same is, thing i could go buy that that thing on ebay or something if i wanted just that thing but yeah like, you could i i was I more equating it either. i was more equating loot crates sure. to like a booster pack and in, in magic it literally is a loot crate you're getting well, you're you're hoping is. And what I'm saying is if if I had the option of either buying the loot crate or the booster pack or just buying the card that I wanted, I'd just buy the card that I wanted. And uh, Sam on DC in, in chat says, um, the, and this is kind of how I think of it, like I do think that the gap between buying good gear and earning could be smaller. That's exactly how I feel about it too because it goes back to that like, how do you put a diminishing return on your negative RNG? Well, uh, listen, the other option to this is to make it to make it semi-cost prohibitive, right? So if you put out this really great gun and you could earn it, but you could also buy it, but buying meant it was going to cost you 20 bucks, then you really have a decision to make, right? Mm -hmm. Like, oh, this $20. Like it's a third of the price of the game to get this one item that I want. Do I do it or do I grind? Mm. These are the interesting questions. It's a, it's, it's an interesting dialogue, man, because this is the, it's twofold, right? Like you've got yourself, not just a, um, a, a moral dilemma as a gamer. Like, do you quote unquote pay to win? And is that, uh, in itself a negative connotation and, and we as society des decide that. But then also from a straight up marketing business perspective how these companies try to make money and uh, sustain their games 
I also uh, think it should be pay to compete. I don't think you pay to win. I think you pay to compete. Okay. All right. See, different words have meaning, right? Like, and I think, and I think yeah. in, in our audience, those of us that like speak to the casual gamer, like I think that's I think that's a that's a real benefit to be able to pay to compete. Like I don't so, have time to know life a game like some of these people do and grind, but I I do have a good job that be, would at, let me pay for something. At the end of the day, there has to be a differentiator to pay people to pay off people um that that sense of time spent they need some kind of a carrot that they eventually get on that stick mm. and that's where the, and that's where that audience comes from because what you just said by the way is the first you're kind of getting me on board a bit like the, <laughs> you're kind of getting me on board a bit because listen if we if we talk about this all night i think i could turn alex i don't know about don but i think i could turn alex. <laughs> so so I could understand if, like you said, it, it would have to be expensive, but to pay to get the exact same thing that you could get from grinding, I wouldn't like it, but I would understand it. But if you get something that's better than I can get by playing, yeah, it's that's like inherently unfair. And that's why I think it's so it's so much easier to say like cosmetic stuff, right? Like you could even say that you get cosmetic stuff in World of Warcraft, for instance, by running dungeons because you build up that mm, transmog, yeah. you know, wardrobe. And uh it, it, but and you get you certain you get certain uh reward because you've grinded that out. There's some RNG involved, or there's also even an opportunity to buy cosmetic gear uh with real money. And but it's all cosmetic is the point. It is. How you I, get to that goal is different. You know, it's funny. I, I complained about my RNG. One thing I do have good RNG with is these pets. The pets that drop in the game. Really? Oh, God, I get them I've all the freaking worst. time. I got I got one the first run in into the new new raid. I got the really? very first pet in the wow. new raid. Good yeah, I mean, I have terrible RNG in the division. I I almost never get what I'm actually looking for. Um, but yeah, make it level contingent and you can buy it, uh, but can't use it until you're a high enough level. Yeah. Stuff like that. This is the, these are the questions that a lot of, a lot of game developers ask themselves, especially in MMOs. So anyway, let us know yeah. your thoughts. Uh, you can email in joystick mouse at gmail.com. Um, Diddy, do you want to take the, the next, uh, the next thing here? Uh, oh, Blizzard. Jeez, we love you. Uh, <laughs> okay. So it's been a rough couple of years for Blizzard. Uh, well, first, we had Diablo Immortal game announcement at BlizzCon a couple of years ago. Uh, and somebody stood up on stage and said, don't you guys have phones? What went over really well. Um, and then there was the Hong Kong protests uh, where, um, uh, where the streamer stood up on stage during his... Uh, his uh, acceptance speech and shouted out the the protesters and they banned them and went back and that. And uh, even, even announcement of Overwatch 2 is a little lackluster since the game looks more like an expansion and they have said it's going to be a new game. Um, and, and so um, Diablo 4 really is the only thing that's really gone. Everybody's going, yeah. And then they said, but it's not going to be out for, like a long time and 
even not even Blizzard long time. <laughs> so, uh, and so now that uh, last week they released uh, Warcraft 3 Reforged, um, and it just is an unmitigated disaster. It's just, oh my God, Blizzard, what are you, what are you doing? So, um, so they, it has the fan base all riled up again. They did very unusual for Blizzard. They did not deliver what they said they were going to deliver. Um, and then come to find out they did it on purpose. What? Um, and then, and then the, uh, the game is full of bugs and it's just, I don't understand where this is coming from, from Blizzard. It just. Well, let's talk about what on purpose means. Cause I think so that, that deserves some. One of, the big, one of the big things that people are complaining about is the, the quality of the cinematics in the game. They showed these cinematics during their announcements that were unbelievably beautiful. Everything that we've come to expect from the Blizzard cinematics. And then we get the game and the all the cutscenes and cinematics are muted. And the graphics aren't as sharp and it's not as nice looking and everybody's like this is not what you promised us. And so after everybody complained about it, they came out and said, well, we did that on purpose because we wanted it to feel like the older game. Like it was, you know, the old world of, you know, it was the old Warcraft um, 3 game. Yeah, and, and, I'm, and we're watching, I, by the way, live on Twitch.tv slash Alex Albusu. And yeah, that just blows me away. I, I just, I, I, I don't understand what they were thinking. Oh. You can't show this cinema, this beautiful cinematic and then dull it down for the game. So I would say Blizzard fans have to vote with their wallet. Um, they are giving refunds and, if you want and, it. And don't buy. Don't buy the next time. Like, don't buy, don't don't pre-order the games. Like, don't buy anything until you actually get to see it. Yep. But I think this is the problem that a lot of these studios realize, hey, we've got we've got a we've got an audience, we got fans. They're gonna buy it if we tell them it's coming. So Yeah. Even even the and the game itself is pretty buggy. Um Fallout seventy six part two. Even I've run into I you know, I a pretty substantial system, even if I've run into bugs where like I can't got a nice big expansive green open space and i can't build anything on it it uh you know when you go to place a building in in warcraft it lights up green yeah on the tiles so you can place it they light up green you go to place it and that says you can't build there i, I just stuff like that um i've had i've had uh, uh mobs stuck in rocks stuck in the middle of the river one of them i was supposed to kill and he wouldn't move from his spot, and I couldn't hit him, and so I couldn't get past that part of the game. Jeez, man! So I had to reload it, go back to a to a save space before that, and then when I came back, it, it he moved out of his his little uh, hobble he was in. It's just stuff like that. It's just it's not acceptable, and it's not Blizzard, and so it makes me wonder. That's very disappointing, and, and, and I'm sorry to hear. And that. they pushed it back. They yeah. pushed this, this game back. Game, or is it a one-time no. payment? One time. Nope, one-time payment. 
and I've considered, I've considered, um, getting my refund for it. Listen, that's the only way these companies learn is you. Get- yeah, I mean, we. I ended up getting, uh, or I ended up not buying it, um, because something in my gut the entire time was like, uh, just, just hold on, just hold on, and I'm glad I did. Warcraft Three is one of my favorite games of all time, and and I love the story. Um, the Warcraft lore is so present, and there's so much goodness that happens in a story from, you know, a downfall to a redemption story. Like, there's all this, like, really good stuff that happens uh, that when you deliver it haphazardly like that, it's it feels almost disrespectful to me as, as somebody a that's a fan. Great of story. This yeah. is great lore. This is great writing. Um the whole, you know, the whole culling of Stratholme, the whole, you know, uh, fall from grace of Arthas and and, and uh, how him and um, um, crap. Uh, the other. Kel'Thuzad or Illidan? Or... No, Knight of the Light. The oh, other Uther? Paladin. Uther? Yeah, uh, him and Uther have their falling out and him and Jaina have their falling out. You know, that, that whole thing is great. Yeah. Great drama and story storytelling and it just fell flat in this they really just... yeah that's really that's really sad i mean i don't get me wrong i hope that they end up fixing it and i want to see it successful because i think it's deserved of a uh, of a game like that to have updated graphics and uh incite a new generation of players who are maybe jumping into world of warcraft at this point wondering where did all this come from this <laughs> This this is what it came from. A lot of a lot of what you see in World of Warcraft is uh, inspired by the events of Warcraft Three. So I think that that's an opportunity missed. Um, it's sad to hear. And uh, was that was that the game that you were going to review today? Yeah. Yes, it was. So do you, um, here, hold on. Let's just uh, let, let's let's knock this out real quick. Let's do a quick <laughs> review. Sound. Yes, and the reviews were so mixed. They I'm were surprised. So so what do you say? Uh, don't buy this. Okay. Uh, it just, <laughs> uh, it, it just, yeah, like I said, it's really buggy. They um, say I'm a grumpy old man. <laughs> are you going to be a grumpy old man about it? Like, is it, is it deserved of that or? I, no, I, I mean, I, I'm not being, being, I don't no, think I'm think being, being too harsh on it. Yeah. I think it's fair. Uh, yeah. I it just, it just wasn't well done. And as long as it took them to do and as much time as they had, definitely the creative decisions that they made i actually expected so i've looked at some side by sides of the um uh of the the, the old game and the new game uh-huh. and, and and it's better but not what you would have expected from a re, from a reforged game you know not what you would have expected from the, a, the side by sides really uh took me by surprise as well um sam on yeah. sam in the uh in the chat room says he's being an old man with standards <laughs> that's true that's fair i think that's, that's a fair, fair way to say it uh um, so yeah just not i i don't know i don't know if it can be fixed um just because uh, i you know we found out that it was creative decision on their part i just yeah. I don't know if they can be i don't know if they have the high rec high res cutscenes. Um I know they can definitely probably work out the bugs, but 
but right now it's it's pretty pretty brutal. Well, that sucks. I mean, but on on different Blizzard news, um, there's some news that that you, uh, Jay Dimes, are. I don't know, lukewarm about you're you're kind of upset about this, I right? I mean, I'm 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 I think it's good for Blizzard. I'm sad for the gear franchise that uh, Rod Ferguson, who is the last remaining person involved with Gears from the original trilogy, is leaving the Coalition Studios. What does that mean for the Coalition Studios? Um, I don't know. I mean, the only way that this works that like this could be this could work out favorably, I think, is if they got Cliff Blazinski to come back and run <laughs> Coalition Studios. But I, I think it, it's a whole day in hell before that happens. So, um, you know, you just got to hope that whoever whoever's next does a good job. But um, every time I hear his name, it, it makes me think of Animal House. I just can't <laughs> help it. I uh, <laughs> out. you know. <laughs> the thing about Ferguson as it goes to Gears is, you know, we had the game that shall not be named, um, which was a game what that judgment? none of... Sorry. Sorry, everybody. So, you know, the game, you know, they made that game that shall not be named. And then after that flop terribly, they brought Ferguson back in to do four and five. Uh, so you know maybe he's just maybe he's just burned out. I will say this: as Rod Ferguson goes, if you look at the game credits that he had, um, Half Life, Gears of War, all three Gears of War, Unreal Tournament three, Fat Princess. Even though I feel kind of game, that's a weird uh, name. It's a terrible. It's a terrible game. A uh, Lost Planet two. Infinity Blade, which was probably one of the best-looking mobile games of the last six years, mm -hmm. ten years. Um, Bulletstorm. Bioshock Infinite is a Rod Ferguson game. No There's way, really? Big titles there. I had no yeah. idea that he did that. Uh, that's a great game. So that's where he was when he came back to Coalition. They had brought him in to fix what had turned into a dumpster fire of development. And so he went over there, got Bioshock Infinite out, and then came into Gears of War, Gears of War 4 and 5. Well, you so, could say that he's coming over to save a dumpster fire that could be the Diablo studio well, in yeah. Blizzard. Listen, okay, so if 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 he if he turns Diablo around or the development of Diablo around, like Put them on. Put them on the Rushmore of game development. See, I, I I'm going to take the Blizzard side of this. I'm not positive that he's coming to work on Diablo. Well, that's what I, the announcement said, though. That's what it said. But I wonder if he's coming to work on something that's in the Diablo universe. Um, he has he has the chops for an FPS. Are you sure you're not we, just salty though that he's got that he got poached by Blizzard, Tim? No, it actually doesn't say which game. It says the Diablo franchise. Yeah, so I'm wondering if 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 uh, Blizzard's thinking about a, a Diablo-based um, campaign-style uh, first-person shooter. Man, would that be awesome? To hmm. answer Alex's question about saltiness, <laughs> uh, what's your level I, of sodium 
right now. I, I'm I'm not salty about it. <laughs> to be perfectly honest, after man. playing Gears Five, I don't really know that we'll see a six. Like, what would they do? You really? Know what I mean? Oh, dude, it totally I mean, sets up. I don't know. If there wasn't a Gear Six, like I, I don't know that there's a story for it. Oh my if god, there is. Story, did we not just co-op the the, the, the same we game? We did, together? but like Gears Five seems like a place where the game could stop. Oh my god, I feel complete. By the way, more. you guys, you guys need to come help me, help me beat the uh, ice boss. Okay, all right. Well, welcome over there. Let me help you. Um. So, but uh, from from a storyteller point of view, I could see Ferguson saying he's done as much with the story as he can. And he might just want to move to something else. I don't begrudge him. Yeah, look, and and this is the same thing. I might like, buy the Diablo, the next Diablo game because Rod Ferguson is working on it. Well, I think five is four. Four is so far along that Diablo four, yeah. I, I'm not sure how much input he would have on that. That's fair. Well, and I, I wanted to, I think this is a good segue to our next story. Um, you know, Dragon Age creator Mike Laidow Laidlow departs Ubisoft after just a year. Um, you know, sometimes you have people that are just like, they just work on a project and they're like ready to go. And sometimes things just don't work out with the studio. Um, you know, like when it's time, it's time with some of these creative projects. And when, when your heart's not in it, like, I think, I think it's, that's the more telling sign. And that's what seems to be happening in, in a couple of these cases. So, um, Tim, do you want to, yeah, this one's yours, Tim. Do you want to, you want to read the intro for this story? Um, sure. Uh, Mike Laidlaw, the Dragon Age designer who joined Ubisoft Quebec as his creative director in 2018 is leaving the studio after a little more than a year there. Why? That's let me just say this. Yeah. Ubisoft can't keep talent to save their life. Not at all. That, that's <laughs> what I've been wondering about Ubisoft. It's every time you turn around, somebody's leaving to go somewhere else. Yeah. And they have good games. They make these, they make these really good games. And then the person that's on them leaves. And funny enough, I think isn't Mike Laidlaw the guy who placed Jade Raymond when she ended up taking the job on Stadia? I feel like she was at Ubisoft Quebec. Was she? Maybe. Crazy enough, we talked about that on this podcast, I think. Oh god, we talked when about Jade stuff. Raymond left. Um yeah, Sam on says says it perfectly. Burnout, like I, th I think a lot of this. Yeah, stuff. And, and, and I think I, just might have that culture, man, of just churn, churn and burn. That's you know? what I was gonna say. I wonder if that that uh, goes to the culture that at Ubisoft. You know, oh no, they, I, I am I am incorrect. She oh, was no. at Ubisoft Montreal, left in 2015, and went to. Um, Went to EA, and then left EA. Oh. And went to went to uh, to Stadia. Okay. Okay. Well, um, it's a creative job, man. And I, you know, like I was talking about earlier, like when you have creative burnout, it's just it is what it is. You can't. Sometimes it's best to just give yourself some time, yeah. and, and even with him, he doesn't know what his next move is going to be, and that's okay. 
He's probably doing fine uh, financially. Yeah. Oh, um, yeah. Find a job. You won't, yeah. you won't have a problem finding yeah, a job. Guys, these guys are making enough money that it's going to yeah. be. Yeah, it's been that week, huh? hasn't it been? For uh, I didn't even get this in the show notes that uh, Dan Hauser left Rockstar. Yeah, that too, yeah. Also, I mean, it's just one of those weeks. It's like, holy crap. Time you turn around, somebody's somebody's leaving. And and he he was on um Red Dead Redemption and what was he on? Max Payne, I think. Was he around yeah. that long? I guess he yeah. was. Yeah, Ma- guess he was. yeah, the last Max Payne was his also. Wow. Um so uh, l- let us know your thoughts on some of these uh, news stories. Uh, you can email joystickandmouse at gmail.com. And we do have a uh, some some video game streaming news. Oh, some... by the way, Dan oh, yeah. Hauser was the co-founder of Rockstar. He's been around since the beginning. Yeah, this is sort of like uh, Mike Morheim leaving Blizzard. I didn't realize the weight of it. I haven't, yeah. I haven't been able to read that story yet. It just came out. Like today, right? Or yesterday? This morning. Yeah. yeah, this morning was first I heard of it. So, yeah, we'll have to we'll have to look more into that. Um, but we do have uh, video game streaming news to talk about. So here is full stream ahead. Did he want to kick it off? Or is this me? Two, but oh, anybody can do it. No, I'll, I'll do it. No, no. <laughs> Facebook has acquired the Spanish cloud. Oh, because it's Spanish. That's why you want me to say it, huh? Because I did. It's Span- you see what I deal with, people? <laughs> the racism. So, okay. So now that, uh, so, so where was I? <laughs> Facebook has acquired the Spanish cloud gaming startup Play Giga, uh, re- according to reports from CNBC and Spanish business newspaper Cinco Dias. Uh, the social media giant reported reportedly spent 70 million euros around 78 million dollars for the startup, uh, which is kind of that's kind of crazy. So let's go into um, let's go into the story itself. Now, if Facebook jumps into this game, and this you know the streaming game has been something that we've talked a lot about on this show. Um, Facebook coming into this is new uh but you know i think uh, another interesting thing to point out is that uh uh oh, why am i blanking on his name the the guy who runs xbox phil spencer phil spencer recently talked about how google and facebook are like some of the biggest competitors right now from for them from a gaming perspective not even naming nintendo and sony uh which is interesting in itself and a lot of people are up in arms about that because the internet but anyway so uh, one of the things uh, that's interesting about this is that they really are jumping back in. They, they really are investing a lot in this space. So not only is Facebook have their own like game streaming, uh, like you can watch like what we're doing here on Twitch where you can watch people play games. They're now actually investing in their own platform. So from a cloud gaming perspective, more and more people are entering the space here, gentlemen. I ain't messing with Facebook. You're not messing with Facebook. Why? Nope. I, I just I don't. They don't manage the data that they have well. I'm not. I'm oh, so not you're not messing with it because like you're just not going to invest in it. Like that's not going to be a platform for you. Nah, nah, not no, not not dealing with them. What about you, Doc? Yeah, you know, actually, uh, we tried the whole Facebook streaming thing, and it just didn't didn't click. 
didn't click with a lot of people. A lot of people were interested in watching on Facebook. Um, it's hard for one of these other companies to break into the Twitch um, ecosystem of game streaming That's, yeah. and, or YouTube. It's really hard for one of the other. I mean, Microsoft's trying it with Mixer, but... I, I don't know how much traction that's getting, even though they've brought, you know, some big names over for the masses. It doesn't really seem to be gaining a lot of traction. So I, I don't know how effective that's going to be. I can't imagine. I mean, it that's a lot of money <laughs> to mm -hmm. pay for a startup. But I understand that they're just trying to get into the streaming plat, you know, to gain some type of streaming platform that they can build off of. Uh, for other things, so but it's yep. that's 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 good chunk of change just for. I mean, of course, to Facebook, it's nothing. It's you know. Yeah, but you know, um, I I actually misspoke. Uh, Phil Spencer didn't say Facebook; it was Amazon. But I mean, the point stands is that more and more people are jumping into this space where Microsoft is. I think it's going to take a lot to dethrone somebody like a Microsoft in this space, though. Even for a Google who's been trying to go at the Stadia thing for a bit. And, uh, you know, in, in our opinion, it hasn't been going too well. So we'll, I mean, the biggest thing, just like the others, let's see what happens. Like, that's that's really the biggest thing. You can, you can acquire and spend a lot of money to uh, and, and make a lot of promises about what differentiators you're going to make in the market. The problem is delivery. And, and when you actually deliver on that, and Stadia is another good example of where promise happened and then under delivery occurred um so that's that's kind of where my my, my i mean is. that's stadia in a nutshell right so but let me ask you when was the last time you picked up your stadia controller and used it uh when did it come out <laughs> yeah august no <laughs> november no it was november long. it was november was it november Oh, I guess two days, about two days yeah. after Stadia uh, came out was the last uh, time that I played. Yeah. I like I, said, I tried it a couple of weeks ago, and it was just so bad. I I couldn't play it on my TV downstairs. And that new, you know, when the um, uh, Ultra got updated, got the firmware update, mm -hmm. I said, "Screw it! Right, it's not worth it." Yeah, I feel like they not took y'all's money. I mean, like that. I I'm okay with taking risks like that with uh with technology. Like I'm kind of an early adopter and I I came into it, you know, anticipating a a, a potential debacle and here we are and, and it's fine. I mean, I I knew what I was getting into. And, and I'm not going to return it like Sam in, in the chat room says that he returned his. I'm not going to return mine. I just don't have any uh, I, I have I have more of a desire to stay kind of tapped into that to understand where it's gonna go and and you know for the sake of you know journalistic integrity I will I'll continue to uh, check in on it every once in a while, but right now it it has zero of my attention, which is a shame. Yep. Yeah, unfortunately. Yeah. Um. Uh, on the streaming front, I got in the GeForce beta. Oh, did you? Awesome. Yeah. Nice. So I got my email. Um, I installed it. I haven't had a chance to try it, but next week I will have a review of uh, GeForce Now. 
and my thoughts on it. Beautiful. Well, we can't wait. And uh, if you have any thoughts on Facebook entering the uh, the, the gaming market, let us know. You can email joystickamouse at gmail.com. Um, guys, that'll do it. Let's end the show. Let's clap it out. And uh, I, I want to thank everybody for uh, for listening. And again, your patience for uh, past couple of weeks. We haven't been on, but uh, we still love doing the show. And we love seeing you guys love the show. So you can always email us like we've talked about, joystickandmouse at gmail.com. If you would like to subscribe to this show, which you can do for free, it's on all the podcatchers out there. Head over to joystickandmouse.com. You can listen to all the past episodes there too. Also, when you head over there, you can contact us. Uh, all of our contact information is there at joystickandmouse.com. So from me, from Diddy, from J Dimes, we thank you guys. We love you. And we'll see you on the next episode of Joystick and Mouse. Uh, so long now. Bye-bye. See you later, folks. <laughs>'Cause that's all you got oh, in this world. Uh, fucking yeah. uh, the, the, the movie I hadn't seen. <laughs> Training day, Jesus. I was gonna say you just saw it. And I, and for some reason I saw Denzel in my head saying that. God. All right. Let's do a thing.